God's asked me to preach on this. I look back. I may have preached on it since then. You know, my memory's not the best, but I think I preached somewhere around 2017. Any of y'all remember 2017? That was a long time ago. Uh, but God's brought this thought back to my mind this morning. I want to share with you over in 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we will begin with verse 8. 1 Samuel 17, 8. But let's all stand together for our praise song this morning. Amen. Yeah, give the Lord a hand this morning. 1 Samuel, beginning with verse uh, chapter 17, beginning with verse 8. God is good all the time. All the time. All the Amen. The Word of God says, Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, Why do you come out and line up for battle? I am a Philistine, and you are not the servants of Saul. Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if, if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistines said, This day I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' word, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. This time I'd like to go to God in prayer. Nick, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. On hearing the Philistines' word, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. I'd like to preach a few moments this morning upon your Goliath. I was going to say my Goliath, but that makes it too personal. I believe we all have Goliaths in our lives. Amen? Things that we face that are very difficult. But when you look at this scripture, you hear about a little boy... And we'll be looking a whole lot in that over in 1 Samuel 17, looking through some of those verses. But you hear about a young man named David. Now, David was the youngest of 12 sons of Jesse. And the Philistine army had called a battle against the Israelites. And little David was sent. All of his brothers were on the battlefield fighting and getting ready, to being prepared for war and to go to battle against the Philistines, and little David was sent to bring back to everybody what exactly was going on. Have you ever seen anything in your life or been a part of anything in your life that just seemed so big you didn't know what to do with it? Any of you ever, ever been there before? Something that seems so gigantic, no matter how hard you try or how much you worry about or how much concern that you have in your life or how much anxiety it brings into your life. It just looks so big that there's nothing to do about it. Well, Goliath, i tell you what, he was a big old boy. Goliath stood nine foot, you ready for this? And nine inches tall. How would you like to see that in front of you? The helmet that Goliath had on top of his head weighed, I think it was either 125 or 150 pounds. Goliath stood that big. Now think about little David. Now here's all of his brothers. The scripture says that everybody else that was there was what? Terrified. As they looked upon this big Goliath that stood in front of him. Here's little David going because his dad Jesse had told him to go to the front line to come back home 
and report what was going on. Now, I think maybe if Paul Mills had went to the front line and I showed up and there was a nine-foot, nine-inch feller standing in front of me wanting to go to war, what do you think most of us would have done? Went back to where? To the house. And told Daddy what? Daddy, not going back there anymore. Look, I don't know if my brothers are going to come home either. That's a big old guy. But David saw Goliath, and David, for some reason, as we'll understand here in a few moments, David figured out in his own mind that with God on his side, he was going to be able to overcome Goliath. Praise be to God for that. Amen? Because that gives me hope when I face Goliath. Doesn't it you? Gives me hope in my life in knowing that when I think about things that have been big in my life, I remember a big Goliath that Sheila and I had. I remember sitting down for the very first time and signing all the papers to buy my first house. Any the rest of you remember that? And the guy said, in 30 years, if you make your payments on time, in 30 years, this house will be yours. And I remember the first time we wrote the payment. And I thought to myself, for 30 years, <laughs> I'm going to be writing checks so that this house could be mine. And that's a big old Goliath. Amen? Remember the first day you went to your first job? The rest of you remember that? How'd you feel then? Really small, Beth says. Yes. Seemed like everybody else there was Goliaths. Why? They knew everything. You was a new kid on the block, wasn't you? You had to go in and show everybody that you could do your job, and you had to show everybody that you understood what was going on, and you had to build and become stronger and learn how that you could overcome those Goliaths that was in front of you. When I went from Glasgow Hospital, TJ, down to... Down to the other hospital down there at Nashville, I got to get, uh, they, didn't, they wanted to fly me down there, but you all know how cheap your preacher is. I said, no, that's okay. No, no need to fly. Just take me in an ambulance. Let me give you a word of advice from a guy that's been there. Don't ride in an ambulance from Glasgow to Nashville. That is no fun. Because they put you in the ambulance, and they don't turn you towards the front where you can look out the front window. They turn you around backwards. And you're going down I-65 at 100 miles an hour. Guess who's in my rear view mirror? My little wife in our Dodge truck trying to keep up, dodging all over the places, <laughs> trying to keep up with me. And I was completely out of control. There wasn't anything I could do. I couldn't drive her truck. I couldn't drive the ambulance. But boy, that seemed like a big... You know what those Goliaths are, don't you? They come and they go. But sometimes those Goliaths come in your life and you just say, Lord, this is different. This is, di this is something I've never faced before. This is something I was not expecting. This is something that, Lord, I really didn't know was going to be a part of my life. You know, one of the things that we figure out as Christians, we don't know when things are going to happen, do we? We don't know. We don't know the rhyme or reason 
that certain things happen. We don't know why God is allowing these things to happen in our life. But I truly believe this today, and I hope you say amen to this, that God has a plan for all of us. Amen? And I truly believe that God's plan is the best, even when I don't understand it. Even when it's bigger than me. Even when I say, Lord, this Goliath seems so gigantic. How am I going to be able to overcome it? And even when you are facing things and you hear people going, how are they making it? How are they going to make it through? What are they going to do? Why? Isn't it amazing why some people say these words for you? Why is, why is God doing that to them? You say to yourself that you know that God has a plan for you. And little David understood that. David had to face a real Goliath. If you look over there in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 4 through 7, it talks about how big Goliath is. It talks about how that he looked so big that nobody wanted to go out and mess with Goliath. And Goliath not only knew, but stood tall, he knew he was tall, didn't he? He wanted to tell you. He wanted to say to everybody, look at me. Come and get me. If you think you're strong enough, come and get me. Has your Goliath ever talked to you before? Boy, mine has. Your Goliath tries to defeat you, doesn't he? That thing in your life that just seems so big and unsurmountable in your life, it seems to you that that big thing just stands in front of you and says loudly to you, I'm going to defeat you, and it doesn't matter what you do, doesn't matter how hard you try, I'm going to bring you down. It seemed to be, uh, that nobody believed that they could defeat that big Goliath. And out of all these people, the scripture doesn't tell us who they all were, but it sounds like that they sent their best men, didn't it? And here they were ready, all those Israelites was ready to battle that one big Goliath. All the rest of them, you would have looked at and said they were better to go fight him than David. But praise be to God, I want you to know something. Aren't you glad to know today that God can use people like David? Amen? Gives us a chance, right? To know that God can use something that folks say there's no way that he could overcome that. There's no way he could win that battle. There's no way because he's too small, he's too weak. He doesn't have enough knowledge. Praise be to God says, I could take the weakest and make them strong, right? I can give them knowledge. I can give them what they need. I can give them the ability to overcome. You look at little David. David understood whatever God called him to do, he could do it. There in 1 Samuel 17, 32, it says, David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of the Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. What do you think Saul thought? Okay, David. Have you really seen him? Have you really seen how big he is? And you really think that you can overcome that? I remember the first sermon I ever preached. That was a long time ago. 
And I remember the night before I ever preached that first sermon. I was at the house. My dad was with me. And dad was giving me the pointers. And this is how you preach. And this is, use your scriptures. And you have these points. And make sure you have this scripture. And so on and so forth. And make sure you're prepared. And I remember sitting there at night. And the longer I looked at the word that I was going to share, the more nervous I got. And guess how much I slept the night before? Maybe a little bit. May have dozed off a little bit. I got up the next Sunday and I went next morning I went to church. Dad was on that side and I sat down over here. They sung all their songs and they, you know, prayed and people was praying for me. And the whole time I was going, Lord, I don't think I can do this. Lord, I'm, I am scared to death. Lord, I... I don't, I don't think I could do that. Believe it or not, my first sermon seemed like a Goliath to me. Because this is something big. I had to look at all these people. And I remember almost being defeated before I ever started. Has that ever happened to you all? Being defeated because before you ever started because you just didn't have enough faith and trust in God, right? You didn't believe that. Little David said, you don't understand I can do this because God told me to. And nothing can stop me from overcoming that Goliath because God says I'm going to. Folks, I want you to know something today. You can continue to live your defeated life. You can continue to live with things in your life and let them things control you. You can let those things be those Goliaths in your life and cause you not to be the person that you want to be, not to be the dad you want to be or the husband that you want to be or the wife that you want to be or a grandparent that you want to be or a friend that you want to be or a co-worker. You can allow those things to cause you to lose that focus that you need in your life. But I truly believe today that we serve a God that makes all things possible. And David believed that. David says... I, no matter if nobody else believes in me, God believes in me. And if God believes in me, I'm going to be able to overcome this Goliath. Take that to heart. When you're facing things in your life, believe that. And say to yourself, I truly believe the God that David served is the God that I serve. Amen? And he took care of him. He's going to bring me through. Also, David understood that God had already given him everything he needed to defeat Goliath. You see, they wanted to put all the battle fatigues. That's over in 1 Samuel 17, 38 through 40. They wanted, Saul wanted to give David the big armor to wear. And can't you see little David putting on big man's clothes? Can't you see that? Big man's armor. Wanting to put on his helmet, his big old sword, everything to protect him. And David probably couldn't even move. David says, wait a minute. I don't need all that. All I need to do is bend over and pick up five little stones. And all I, know, all I need is my little shepherd bag that I have. And all I need beyond that is my little slingshot. And the most important thing I'm going to take with me is God. That's all I need. Folks, sometimes 
Do any of the rest of you all make things more complicated than they ought to be? Well, all of you, you're a part of, of my crew then, right? I do. We, we overthink things and we overprepare things. You know, and I, you know we, we haven't been camping for a while, so we had to decide what, what are we going to take? Because we used to, when we went camping, we'd take the kitchen sink, the bathroom sink, the washer dryer, you know, it's just well as to back the truck. We'd pull the camper down there, come back home, back the truck up, hook up the house, and pull her down there, you know? Because we just took it, because you never know when you're going to need it. That was always our philosophy, right? Sometimes that's the way we are in life, isn't it? We, just, we, just, we say, well, Lord, I will if you give me this. Oh, Lord, I'll do that if you show me a sign. Oh, Lord, I'll do that if you'll give me more wisdom or more knowledge. If you'll give me this, Lord, I will. But not right now. I wonder how many times God has said this to me, and He also says this to you too. You don't need anything else. You've already got everything you need. I've already given you the strength that you need, the knowledge that you need. All you have to be willing to do is go do it. Because see, David could have said, Saul, I'm going to go battle Goliath, but let's wait a few days. I need to go think about it a while. Need to run back and tell my daddy what I'm doing. <laughs> I'll be back soon. But I don't believe that's what God wanted, was it? God needed David when? Now. When does God need you? Now. God needs you to be the person that says, I am willing, God, to do what you ask me to do. I'm going to be strong enough and truly believe, God, that you are going to bring me through. And here's little David. <coughs> With his five little stones, his little shepherd bag, and his slingshot. In God. What do you think Goliath thought? He just thought, I'm sure he just looked down at David and like, you're just a little gnat. <laughs> I'm going to spat you away. I'm going to slap you away. You're, you're nothing. You're nothing. And I'm sure he thought it was going to be the easiest battle he'd ever been in his life. But you know what's amazing? I told you a while ago that uh, Goliath stood nine foot nine inches tall. I believe on that day that God stood nine foot, ten inches tall, right? Just a little bit bigger. And I believe as Goliath started seeing David come after him, there was two things that Goliath probably thought. What do you think one of those was? That boy has lost his mind. Or what? That boy's got some, somebody on his side that I don't know about. Folks, today I believe sometimes those Goliaths in your life just look at you, looks at you and say, there's no way you can defeat me. And when you try to go, those Goliaths just started looking at you and going, no, no, don't, even, don't even come another step. Don't even make another step. Because there's no way you're going to be able to overcome it. But the scripture goes on to tell us that guess who was the victor? Sure wasn't old Goliath and all of his nine. Wouldn't you like to have felt the ground when little David 
with his five little stones, his little shepherd bag, and his slingshot. Wouldn't you just love to see? I believe that was the most perfect shot in all the world. And little David drawed that back and hit old Goliath. Can you imagine what it sounded like when Goliath hit the ground? Oh, boom. And I would say the, the ground, what? Shook a little bit. And what do you think the rest of the Philistine army thought? Oh, my goodness. What in the world has just happened? And I truly believe that Saul and all the other ones that was there and David's brothers, they all looked and said, My goodness. Look at David. And I'm sure one of the most important things that David said back to them was, don't look at me. Look at God. Amen? Look at God. Today, folks, I want you to know something. You can overcome your Goliath. The God that did it before can what? Do it again. You have to be willing to accept that. You have to say to yourself, God, I'm going to allow that to happen. I had a person ask me after, you know, all my surgeries and all this different things. And, and I, I, they asked me, they said, what are you going to do if it happens again? I don't know. Because guess what? I didn't know the first time either. But I do know something. The God that was with me then is what? The God that's with me now and the God that will be with me the rest of my life. The same is true for you. That God is there for you. That Goliath that's out in front of you today, you can overcome it. Do not be defeated by it. Today, I don't know what goes on in your life. I hear a lot from a lot of you, and I thank God for that. But I also know there's other things you, you just don't want anybody to know. It's just, it's your Goliath. But you also know there's somebody else that knows all about your Goliath. That knows how tall they are, how big they are, and how mighty they are, and what your Goliath says to you. God knows all of that. God knows what is going on in your life today. Today, if you don't hear anything else from church all day long, understand this and hear this as you leave. You can defeat your Goliath, if you're willing to do it God's way. Today, I don't know what you need to pray about. I don't know what you have on your heart and your mind. Maybe today's the day that you defeat Goliath and you defeat the old Satan and you say, God, I want you to come into my heart and my life. Maybe that's that day. Whatever that situation is, I say it every Sunday. You want to be a new member here at the church? We'd love to have you. You're facing other situations in your life that's difficult. Some people say, Preacher, I don't like praying around the altar. I don't want everybody to see me. Well, you know what? That's okay. I believe my God's here, and I believe my God is there. I believe my God is wherever you are, that you can pray to Him, and you can talk to Him, whatever you face in your life. This morning, you can't overcome that Goliath. Just do it in the will of God. We invite you to come and pray as we have our closing song. Joe and Laura.